Hobby Addict の時間です It's time for Hobby Addict And now here are your anime addicts Welcome to Hobby Addicts, guys. I'm your host, Mitsugi. I'm joined by the full boat. Hi. It's a full crew, a full house. I'm low. A packed entourage. It's Enzo. Mm-hmm. Sporting some, like, long sleeve white muscle shirt type thing. What's up, brother? What's up, my guy? I'm looking forward to doing today's episode, everyone. I'm having a good time. And we have Mason wearing the exact same shirt. This is my、uh, esteemed... Higgly Wiggly oh, shirt. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Oh, okay. It's, it's got an f- adorable picture of a pig on the front. His face, he's, he's gleaming at you. And on the back, it says Wiggly, and it has the butt of the pig. It has the Piggly. Best thing ever. And also, we have、mm-hmm. Mandy wearing an unknown shirt. It's mysterious. I, I also have a white shirt on, so.、Oh. Ooh! <laughs> Hell yeah. To be, to be fair, mine is a very pale pink, so. We didn't,、yeah. we didn't <laughs> plan this, I promise. No. My shirt is navy blue, but it looks black, but navy blue. So, welcome to Hobby Addicts, guys. Today, it will be more Final Fantasy VII and also <laughs> Ozark Season 2 and ninja style training and weird drumming from Mason. Yeah. Enzo did indeed add another question mark to his list. Of course. Question marks. And Mandy, very, as a,、oh, in a very、yeah. rare occurrence, has nothing written. So, we'll have to see. I.、Hmm. Uh, yeah, this has been a really difficult week for me. <laughs> It's、yeah. been so stressful. So I don't have much. All I really did was play Final Fantasy and Animal Crossing.、What? That's literally it. Because、Ain't、the no, day it, I was planning to do something, shit hit the fan. So That's all anybody's <laughs> doing right now, I think. Yeah, ain't nothing、yeah. wrong with that, my friend. So, you know what? I'll just jump right into that. So I, I finished Final Fantasy VII today, this morning. And, congratulations.、Um, yeah, congratulations. And I restarted on hard and I beat chapter one on hard. I have some final thoughts about the game <clears throat> and I want to touch on hard mode real quick.、Um, so, and I'm sure, I'm sure Mandy will be able to weigh in on a lot of this. So, finish the game.、Um, my, my, my overall thought is that the game has like a meta score of like an eight. I think it's better than that. I like it better than an eight.、Um, getting a lot of hate online from people and spots for this and that. Don't really think it's warranted. I think the game's great. Um, it's God, it's so much better than like Final Fantasy 13 was. I mean, it's just, it's just awesome. So it's a great game.、Uh, top pros of the game. I think the game looks amazing. You know, the battle system, I kind of thought it was dog shit at first, and I was bitching about it like when I was like chapter five, six.、Um, but it really did get a lot better. The battle system、uh, is, especially on hard mode, boy, it really requires you to like know what the fuck you're doing. So、mm. for sure. And、um, it ended up being really fun and really good. Uh, I really enjoyed the battle system in the game. So,、uh, in addition to that, character designs were really fantastic. That's probably the bright, one of the brightest spots.、Uh, and everybody just looks amazing. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah, I finally, got <laughs> red, I finally got Red 13 for those of you that have played Final Fantasy VII. Oh,、VII. I love him. He looks, he looks great. He looks great and he sounds great. Like, it's not weird that a talking cat guy is talking at all, it just seems normal.、Yeah. It just felt perfect.、Um, and he's so cool. He looks so good.、Um, and you know what? Some of the musical reorchestrations were really nice in the game. So、um, 
there was a boss fight at the end where they were blending the Genova theme with the one with the one winged angel music. And I was like, mm. this is a little different, but like, it was really cool. And then they just like subtly put like the theme of like the overall game's theme, like in there for just like one major. And he'd be like, Oh, look at that. Like, mm. you know, Nobuo Mats are doing some good work. So, um, Mandy, since I think I'm guessing you're close to the end of the game or done with it. Um, no, I haven't finished it. This has been a difficult week. <laughs> I've been trying, like, I don't know. Every time I get to play, I only get to play for like an hour, well, or an hour I, and a half, and it sucks. Do you want to share any any of what your top pros from the game are at this point? My top pros. Yeah, like what do you um, like the most about it? I, like you said, I, God, they did such a good job of just giving like I don't know all the details and all the characters are so fantastic. Their designs are great. <laughs> like going from like these tiny little um like box characters Polygon to boys. fully rendered like um CG. God, they look so good. They do. Tifa looks fantastic. Oh, she's so I hot. love Tifa. Mm. And even a lot of the new characters, I was like, man, these people look really good. Uh <laughs> I am now currently in the sewers with Leslie. Oh, God. Right now. And it's it's taking a while because uh-huh. that little thing that you have to chase, I eventually just went, cut, I have to go to bed. And I just saved it and turned it off. So I'm still in like the middle of that little chase where you're chasing after this monster that stole his key. Yeah, and, I'm uh, going to complain so. about that in a minute. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah a lot of side quests are kind of bullshit because um, I, like, I did the one where you have to like find the chocobos and you have to find like kids although that one was a lot different because then you just fight ghosts but yeah. i mean it was kind of a cool fight i mean it wasn't that i yeah. mean i don't know it's not like witcher 3 where like the, all the side quests are like they have like their own stories and makes it feel important to you know like your character in the world these are just really bullshit like thrown in to like just yeah. extend time but outside of that i think i don't know every like everything in the main quest i absolutely love and yeah. I love Wall Market. It looks fantastic. Even during the day, it looks cool. And uh, yeah, I'm still I'm still loving it when I get to play it. <laughs> there are, there mm. are some side quests that are that are. I mean, a lot of them are bullshit. But then there's a couple. I don't know if you've gotten to these yet. But there's one where you go down and you fight basically a behemoth. Um, oh yeah 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 yeah! I, I, I did mean, do that. That was a really cool fight. Yeah, yeah yeah. There's a couple that are like, and I loved raiding all of um Don Corneo's like treasure stashes. I was like, yeah, I was like I love raiding <laughs> all this shit. So like they were, you're you're right. Most of them are bullshit, but I, I would say probably like 25 percent of them were, were were pretty neat. But how far am I from the Leviathan Leviathan fight? I don't remember you in the original when it was. Are so the, the Leviathan fight is yeah, is the little kid has it. It's a VR. Oh, it's okay. a VR mission. Oh, okay. I I thought we fought Leviathan in the original one, or am I thinking of a different Final Fantasy? Um, probably is it ten, maybe. Probably a different one. I don't know that Leviathan's even in ten. I don't think he is. Not at all. Hmm. Um, I remember yeah, one sure. we had to fight him. I could have sworn it was in the original, like right before the world opens up, like you get the world map, and it's like. What am I thinking of? I thought it was like right before a cave. Or am I thinking of that giant snake? Do you remember the giant snake that used to crawl around at the beginning, like the opening of that cave? And like if you ran into him too soon, it would just wipe out your entire team. I, I think you fight Leviathan in Final Fantasy VIII, um, but I'm not sure. Um, oh, maybe it was. Anyway, so the, but he's a VR mission in ten, so or in the, in this new game. So gotcha. Um, things I would bitch about at this point. Um, 
the ridiculous time wasting filler in the game. Like there's uh, every single time that they get to a chapter that's not in the original game, and it's for like right, like the sewer thing you're doing, Mandy. It, that that fucking thing took forever, and it was just so yeah, it's taking a while. Annoying, like just annoying and pointless. <laughs> It's and they were just like, let's chase this this little bastard around the sewer for an hour because you know because he stole my key. Because he took the key and <laughs> because Midgar doesn't have yeah. forty hours of content. And then later you're gonna get to Shin, the Shinra building and like there's another chapter that's just it is like to use Cram's word interminable. It was just so long and it was not in the original game and I was just like, God, how could this be any longer? So so yeah, just like some stuff like that that they and and the quest too like. It's all the stuff they put in there to make the game longer than it needed to be was ended up being kind of, you know, yeah. what, whatever. Um, kind of reminds me of like Dragon Age Inquisition did the same thing where I enjoyed like the story kind of, but then like all the side quests were like, oh, here's your MMO quest. Go collect me bear pelts. Bear it's pelts, just really yeah, exactly. irritating. <laughs> The other, um, I, I won't get on, I won't get onto this too much since you haven't finished the game, but the ending is just like, what? <laughs> I mean, I've heard this. Yeah. It is so Final Fantasy in the sense that not a goddamn thing makes sense. Even, even to like, even to <laughs> someone mm-hmm. who's played Final Fantasy seven, like three times, it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. People that haven't played it are going to have no clue what's happening at all. Um, and it, the ending doesn't exist in the original Final Fantasy VII, and I kind of get it. Like they could have, right. they felt like they needed to do some stuff at the end. I think to make the game feel more like it was either more do what they, d- yeah, like like put a cap on it. Like it was either do what mm-hmm. they did, or you kind of just because I think in the original, as I recall, you escape from the Shinra headquarters and you and you have the motorcycle scene, and then like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty soon after that, you're like on the world map, and so like I felt think they were kind of like, oh, we can't really end it with this motorcycle scene. We have to. Go to the world map. We can't just go. We can't just do that. We have to have this and this and this. So the ending is is really whack. Is really wacko. It's really and uh, mm-hmm. apparently they stuffed a lot of stuff from like Dirge of Cerberus and Advent Children and some others in there. So um, some of the so I so I replayed the game on hard mode um, and uh, and so the hard mode you can't use items at all. Nothing. So Whoa, any item mean, like no like like potions and the phoenix downs and stuff nothing none so any Whoa. oh shit so so Mandy any items you have just go ahead and burn through them towards the end of the game oh like, I would die all your elixirs <laughs> your whatever you've got you can't use them so yeah I use mega potions all the fucking time I would just die <laughs> not only that you can't when you sit down on little benches to like rest it doesn't restore your mana so what right. so how do you get stuff back. Well, there's um, <clears throat> it, it, it obviously restores your mana like after a chapter, you know, like when you like, for example, when you finish chapter one and you go to back to the slums and you're sleeping, like it'll restore your mana there. Um, there are skills that restore mana, so you can restore your. Oh, okay. Some weapons have have abilities that will like increase your mana regen by like a hundred percent, which makes it like you know instead of getting one MP back every minute, you maybe get two MP back a minute, which is. Not a whole oh, lot. Oh joy! Thanks, Gabe. Yeah, the Shinra boxes can will, will restore your mana. Okay, yeah. And then um, for healing, there's like those materials called chakra and prey, and those two materials um, do do a pretty good job of healing you. So, you know, they just use like the they they suck up a lot of your your ATB bar or whatever. But you know, it took me like four tries to get through the first boss. So, but and I'll bitch about this. 
And the reason for that was because of the goddamn cutscenes during the boss fights in this game. They're so fucking annoying. So, for example, um, I had that scorpion robot down. Like, he was staggered, low health, and I use and I had both my brake limits with Barrett and, and Cloud. So I just oh. un, I just unload him. I'm like, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna bring the house at him. So I'm like, I got this guy. He's staggered. His health's at like 10%. So I hit him with Cloud, and he goes directly. And I so I spent both the brake limits, so they're kind of queued up. And I, I hit him with Cloud. It goes directly to a cutscene and just eliminates Barrett's brake limit <gasps> completely. Like it doesn't even happen. Whoa. Um, so infuriating. And that kind of stuff happens with anything, like spells. Um, and trust me, when you only have like 100 mana to your name and you can't restore it, like a spell that uses 20 mana is important. And so if you cast like like Thundaga or something for 22 mana and it goes to a cutscene and you just waste that mana. And um, mm. in, that, in that boss fight, that scorpion boss has like five cutscenes in it. Like he, he has yeah. like, and it's so it's infuriating. So that was a little annoying. Um, but hey, you know, I'm going to have fun going through it again on hard mode. You know, I hope it's not too frustrating. But, oh, um, and I thought I would just steamroll through the enemies. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm level 40, so I'm just going to, like, plow through these little these little grunt soldiers with, like, one hit. But no, like, they're pretty, they're, <laughs> they're, they feel about as tough as they did the first time on normal mode. Hmm. So Is there a level cap? Yes, there is. 50 is the level cap. Gotcha. Okay. And, uh, and um, there's some kind of a carryover between games. So I've seen discussion online about, like, why there's a cap. And it's like, oh, you make you may carry over some, like, some items or whatnot. Um, and maybe, or maybe your level. So other than that, like, I, I think the game was really great. Um, Eris had, the, had, the, had the, the quote of the game, I thought, at the end. And it was, it was, I can't mimic her, but it was more the way she said it. But, like, at the end of the game, there's a, one of the final boss fights. She... You're fighting the boss with Cloud uh, solo at the start of it, and she jumps in as the second teammate to come in and help. And and um, she's like, "Did you miss me?" And Cloud's like, "Not really. He's really tough, you know." And um, you know, and and she and she looks at him and she's like, "She's like, oh, well, so what? Screw him." <laughs> and then she just like lines mm-hmm. up the fight. And the way she <laughs> said it was so like spunky and sassy. I thought it kind of like stole the moment. But the ending is the ending doesn't make a lot of sense. So. But overall, like I think, it was, I thought it was great. I'm gonna play it again. Um, I, I don't have the Bahamut summon yet, so there's a Bahamut summon. Oh, really? In this one? Yeah, it's another VR mission, but I think it doesn't unlock until hard mode, and you have to play it on oh, hard shit. mode. Um, there's some optional bosses that don't exist in the main game. You got to fight them on hard mode. Um, and there's two more side quests that uh, that might be the bosses. Actually, I'm not really sure if they're the same thing, but. There's enough. There's enough to make it interesting, um, and uh, I will say, Mandy, there's some stuff at the end that will make you very happy. So I won't spoil. It. I won't spoil <gasps> it. But are um, they are they Reno related? <laughs> um, <clears throat> no. But as you know, you get to. Oh, okay. get, but as you know, Rufus does show up at the end. So Ooh, yeah, yeah, so, and Genesis. So it's pretty neat. Um, yeah. Excite. Uh, other than that, um, oh, one more side note, and then I'll move on. Um. So there's two guys doing the music to this. The guy that did the music for Final Fantasy 13 and I've been probably 15 also. I can't remember his name right at this point, but um and then Nobu Uematsu. And it's so obvious who's doing like what song because there are some songs at the towards the end that you're going to hear and you're going to think this shit is straight out of Final Fantasy 13. Like it sounds exactly Okay, I was going to say Final Fantasy 13 Whatever about the gameplay, but I love the battle music in Final Fantasy 13 a shit ton. Final Fantasy 13's soundtrack is awesome. 
It's crazy good. Yeah. Yeah. I wish the game lived up to the fucking soundtrack. Holy shit. Oh, I know. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a Masashi Hama, Hamauza. Hamauzu is his name. And, um, it's just so funny because there's some songs that are like, you're like, this is obviously not Uematsu. And then, oh, this is obviously Mm. him. But yeah, they, I I was kind of annoyed. I'm still annoyed that they lived, they straight up eliminated some songs. Like there is no wall market music. So it's just monstrosity of music, but I've, I've already had that rant. So all in all games. Awesome. Uh, honestly, I loved it. I'd probably give it a nine. It's not. It's not like. It's not as good as like The Witcher, but you know, pretty much nothing else. Almost nothing. Very else. few games are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's, um, man, I'm enjoying it like in a way I haven't any of the other Final Fantasies in a long, long time. So, good stuff. So I don't know. That might be the last time I talk about Final Fantasy VII unless something cool comes up in hard mode. But um, until I finish. It. Until Mandy finishes it, <laughs> and then, then then maybe we can discuss the ending. But it. it, it it's almost a spoiler-free discussion because it makes no fucking sense at all. So it's like you can't <laughs> spoil what doesn't make any sense. So, mm-hmm. so, um, I cool. I have Ozark season two to talk about, but but let's move to someone else who wants to who wants yeah, to take over I, the conversation. I can go really quick. So, um, I I had a rough week in terms of work. Work was insane this week, but in between, um, literally the end of work and the couple hours I had of like. You know, actually not even because I had to, I like, whatever. In the moments I had free, <laughs> I was lucky that I got a key to Riot Games' new game, Valorant. Um, so Riot Games is the publisher, distributor, whatever, of League of Legends. League of Legends is, I'm pretty sure, the biggest game currently still that's played online. Um, and for the longest time, Riot Games was a meme because the S in games was not true because League of Legends was the only game they ever had. But recently, for Riot's 10th anniversary, they announced a series of games, and they recently released uh, Legends of Runeterra, which is like their Hearthstone, and they finally dropped the beta, the closed beta, for Valorant. And the only way you are able to get access to Valorant is to watch people on twitch that had access uh watch their streams and then if you connected your riot account to your twitch account as you're watching valorant streams that had drops enabled you would randomly get selected from the chat um through a notification on twitch that says hey you have just received a beta key for valorant like good luck on the field out there or whatever the fuck it said so i was lucky enough to get that two days ago or three days ago i don't know uh, uh not too long ago but i got it and I was stoked. Now, here's the thing. I am trash at shooters. Valorant <laughs> is a, a Valorant. The, re- the reason I'm good at Overwatch is because Overwatch has plenty hybrid roles that don't require aim to be the masterful skill you have. For example, like I main Moira, uh, Mer- Mercy, Lucio, those kind of characters in Overwatch uh, because they're more uh, utility tactic healer base, which is where I like to play in. So, but shooters that are like traditional shooters like CSGO, um, I'm like Call of Duty trash. I'm not that, I'm fucking not good at those games because aim is not something that I have. So Valorant is a cross, people are describing it as a cross between CSGO and Overwatch. Um, the reason for that is because the CSGO elements of it are the tactical shooter, shooter element of it where there's a map, there's one team that's planting a spike. Um, and there's a team that's defending the plant zones. 
Uh, and then you work, it's a team of five against a team of five, and you work through tactical communication about, hey, I'm going to take this route, watch my six, watch my flank, and then the enemy team is like, hey, I'm going to watch this route, I'll let you guys know if they come this way, if not, they're probably going A and not B, so it's, it's that kind of shooter game. And the Overwatch aspect of it is that there are abilities in this one, which is which is the major difference between Valorant and CSGO. Otherwise, it would literally just be a CSGO copy. Um, so, Valorant has been a lot of fun. And I didn't think it would be because I was worried that I would be so trash at it that even though, even if everything was cool about the game aesthetically like you know sound wise tactics wise i would still be not having fun because i'm that bad but these are be, but because there are there are abilities in the game it diversifies the character the character pool to kind of fit how you want to play a little bit so there, there there are a lot of utility characters and there's one character called sage in particular who is a healer utility based champion that I'm playing because it she allows me to play in such a way where like, yeah, the main way to win is still through shooting, through like shooting, but Sage has a heal, so I can heal myself, I can heal allies. Sage has a wall that I can put up, which lets me block out, you know, routes that I think the enemy's coming through, and she has a slow. So if, if I know if me and a teammate are guarding a hallway and, we're, and we want a little bit of a preview if they're coming down this hallway, I can shoot my slow, this crystal slow down the hallway. If they step on the crystals, it makes a sound. I'm like, okay, yo, they're coming this way. So that's how Valorant has been really fun for me because it's allowed me to be a part of this game where my other teammates are probably way better shooters than I will ever be, but I can still communicate, which is always my biggest tool in these tactic games. I can still communicate. I can, I can still be useful through healing, through route uh, denial, through uh, movement detection. So um, I, I think, and I think, and it's cool. It's been cool. The community online, the, the esport community, the shooter community, the FPS community um, has been really receptive to Valorant. Um, I think it's hitting a weird, um, not a weird. It's it's hitting a market that people may have thought didn't need another game because CS:GO has reigned dominant for so long in this uh, FPS corner of the world. But um, like most things, it's always kind of nice to have competition be inserted into something that's been so controlled by one thing. So, and the evidence is there. So Riot releases Valorant, and immediately Valve and Counter Strike go have been patching the game to make it better they've been, they've been they, they've been making fixes to the game that the community that the that their player base has been asking for for a long time now because it's competition now that now they're just like oh fuck okay we can't lose our entire player base to this new shiny game we need to get our shit together so that's been a good positive for the csgo community um and a lot of like big names in the gaming world that are playing Valorant are already a lot of big organizations are are already signing professional Valorant players because Riot has promised a esports infrastructure. So me being someone who's really invested in esports and you know has like a fair esports organization, like I'm pretty hopeful for the future of this game. Um, as a player already, has only been playing for like like four four days or so um it is hyper tactical it is hyper communicative there are 
a million opportunities to have pop-off moments. Um, I've had pop-off moments myself. I had a 5K defense. It was dope. I'm never. It's never going to happen again. Yeah, dab real quick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I dabbed on him. But, but you know, but like if someone like me can have those moments and I've had teammates have those moments and we're just losing our shit on the voice chat, like it's... I think there's a lot of potential for this to grow to be a very entertaining um, esport because CS:GO is already a massive esport. It's massive. The majors, Katowice, and everything are huge, and those that game has pop off moments. But I think Valorant has even more potential for pop off moments for people to attach to. Um, and me having been a now a you know an observer of League of Legends esports for like I don't know we're on like season. Uh, what season are we in? Fucking 10 or whatever? I don't even know. But I've been watching League for like seven years. Like professional League for like seven years. And um, there are moments that when I when people ask me like, why do you like professional League so much? I have moments go through my head about like, like pop-off plays and shit that I remember. And I think Valorant will have the same miracle moments too. So yeah, I'm excited. Um, I don't know. I, it sucks that I can't just be like, go download it right now and play with me because you need to get, it's still in beta. So you can only still get access through the keys that you get on Twitch. Yeah. So yeah. my, I've, I've got a bunch of questions for yeah, you. Dude, the first me, one bro. is yeah. people who are listening to this, you know, end of April, beginning of May, like how long is this closed beta going on for? It's going, like, it's just going, it's going, it's just yeah. going until they're ready for a full release, or yeah, I, that's what it okay. sounds like. like. Like at the end of April, like in the a, end of April, beginning of May, which is like in a week or so, or like now, basically, um, they're releasing ranked to the beta, like the ranked mode, the competitive mode, where people are going to play like in serious matches where like your rank is on the line. So okay. so people I, can still get in on this. Oh yeah, and people, are, dude, it's Valorant has taken over Twitch viewership. Like most people are watching Valorant on Twitch. Wow. Um, you just gotta sit in chat and you know, like like the the way I got a key was while I was working, I just had one. I had my phone, my because I have I have two phones. I have a work phone and a personal phone. My personal phone was just like streaming a Twitch uh, a Twitch streamer playing Valorant. That, I mean, that I somewhat cared about, whatever. But I just had it, you know, like with the volume on low, just playing. And then on like the fifth, fourth day of doing that, I got the key. So, you know, so that's what I did um, to get it because I just wanted to play. I really like Riot Games as a company. So I really trusted this game coming out to be a shooter that I would like. And there, and it, it is. But yeah, so what's got another question? Uh, I was going to say, like, what's the, like, character selection, like, pool? Is it, like, massive? Is it pretty mm. contained? Like, so are you, like, the, every match, like, trying a different character and you're like, oh, they play completely different? Or is it more the nuances of things? Um, so I'm I'm someone that picks a main immediately. So I read through each character. So character pool. Character pool, I'm not, I forget the total number of characters, but you have five players on a team. And I think there are, the champions available are maybe eight heroes are available so you won't see every hero in, in on your team um but you'll the, see the same character between your team and the opponent's team yeah like 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 i could be playing sage on my team and someone on their team also has sage gotcha gotcha yeah yeah so, so it's still pretty small pool yeah it's it's definitely small pool like it would be weird to have like a banning system right now that the, the pool is too small um but every character so again, the core gameplay is positioning, angles, shooting, right? 
But depending on how you like to think, I think this is where it has an advantage over CSGO. I like to think in terms of utility. I like to think in terms of, I'm not looking for kills usually when I'm playing Valorant. I'm looking to shut off door, shut off pathways, heal allies, and give and give communication. Um, and there, there, are, there are heroes that specialize in mobility. There's, there's, a, there's a character called Jet. She has dashes, she can float, she can fly. Um, Things like that. There's a character named Cipher. He has a web. He has cameras. You can like throw a webcam. You can throw a camera on a wall, so you can you can move away from that spot you're in, and that camera can still maintain vision on that area. You have Sova, who has like a recon arrow. You shoot an arrow. The arrow sticks to the wall. It gives a radius of vision about where enemies are. So. It's it's that kind of game. So it depends on how you want to think. There's there's a character called Raze. She's just extremely powerful. Full like she's full damage. Like no real utility. She has she has missiles, grenades, like fucking launcher pads. Like she's all about dealing damage. Things like that. So like those are the nuances between the character pools. Between the character options for sure. The only thing that sucks is that um and it's it only sucks because this is how a game is when it comes out, but if you don't if, for example, me. I like playing Sage only, pretty much. I've tried all the heroes. Sage is my favorite one. Enzo I like playing is Sage. just Mr. Ride or Die. The I'm second he finds tricking. someone, he's like, this is my life now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm just a mercy boy. I'm, I'm, a, a, sage lo- I'm a loyal boy. I'm a loyal man, you know what I'm saying? So, like, Sage is, sage is my hero. It, but when you get into character selection screen, if there's, like, another Sage main... And they click Sage before you, then like that you're fucked. Then you can't play Sage. You have to play someone else. So until the pool is way bigger, we're not gonna see a like uh, a like pre-select character option before you get into matchmaking. So that's like the only down. That's that's the only thing that sucks is that sometimes you don't get to play the hero you want. But like fuck it. But anyway, I, I mean that's kind of part yeah. of the whole, especially with like a whole banning system in league and yeah. stuff. Like that's to be expected. Yeah, for um, sure. I guess the easiest question next then is it's still in beta. Oh yeah. Assuming it feels like a beta, what do you want to see change to it going forward? What predictions I, do you mm. think are going to quality of life improvements are we going to see? I think they're going to up the environmental textures. I think right now it's um graphics wise, it's not like a very visually stunning game. It's very um very like very plain there's not a lot of detail on the on surfaces on the ground and things it's very like plain like it, i mean it's it's very it's very functional very serviceable no complaints but like if if i were to improve anything it would be the textures of the environment i would fine tune how loud you want footsteps to be because sometimes you can hear footsteps that are so fucking far away um it's crazy <laughs> i would also uh, yeah, i also fine tune like maybe have differences between how your teammates footsteps sound against the enemy sound because it's, it, it just throws you off like that's why like and and the only reason i say that's because not every person out there is blessed enough to have the money to buy a microphone to when they while playing games so like it would be if everyone on the team has a microphone you will people will be like Yo, Sage, I'm coming on your flank. That's me. So that I know that these footsteps I'm hearing is my teammate, right? But if I'm the only one with a microphone and none of one of my teammates has a microphone, if I hear footsteps and it's not really clear on the minimap who it is, I'm going to turn to check who's coming. And in that time I turn to check, I'm sure the enemy, if they notice that I turned around, is coming to check me and they're going to kill me around the corner. So 
it's it's things like that, I guess. But um, and also the community on Reddit has been finding a lot of bugs with the game. There's a very famous one where like Cipher, the hero I mentioned before, you can throw a camera on a wall, but, don't, but then you can also give the camera a gun, and then oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, but it's not supposed to be that way. Uh, that's a bug, and then, oh. and then the camera and then the camera can shoot the gun like an actual hero can. Um, it's not supposed to be that way, but so things like that. The community uh, is very okay. vocal with um, finding the bugs because the development team has been very transparent and very communicative. So right now it's a very coll- it's a very collaborative effort to make the game fine tuned. So it's cool. It's been it's cool to be in the beta so far. But I wish I could play more, but I don't have the fucking time to play all day. But yeah, so that's me. I'm I'm I finally got to play a new fucking game. It's been fun. Valorant's dope. Yay! Looking forward to Sounds it. Sounds like it's gonna be yeah, the man. new hotness. Yeah, I can't. I actually can't wait for the esport. It's gonna be dope. All right, where do we go from here, Mason? Uh, yeah, I guess I can talk about some stuff. Ninja style. Uh, ninja style training. Yeah, aka literally just getting a little bit better at things every single day. I thought ninja style was a better term for it because it's based on the whole like myth that like ninjas would like plant a plant a tree when they were a kid and every day like they jump over it. And when it grows, eventually, you know, if you jump over it every day, it gets a little bit taller. You can jump over a house mm. in the field. And that makes sense to me. So, essentially, I'm doing that in a bunch of things because when you're weight training, you can't, you know, just go a little bit heavier each day. Because eventually you plateau when you're an advanced workout boy. But when you're trying out new things and you're trapped at home all day, uh, I've been trying to up my whatever it is every single day so for example one thing i'm trying to increase is the amount of time i can hold a plank for so me Mm. my mom my younger brother and like a bunch of gym buddies every day we are upping the amount of time we hold a plank for so every day it's an additional five seconds so you know yesterday we held a plank for two minutes and 30 seconds today it was like two minutes and 35 seconds so we're just going to keep on upping it until people start dying (laughs) and uh it's been fun because you know normally you don't spend that much time just doing planks because it's boring but when it's the only thing to do get at it keep on upping Uh, exactly i used to do that with p90x like you know i think i did p90x like seven or eight times and it's like every time you'd get to the same uh like chest and back workout you'd be like okay time to drop and do this one type of push-up and you know it, it starts at like 20 and then i think by the end i was doing like 60 in a set yeah but like that but that 20 to 60 i mean that took like you know a year and a half to get to the point where you're doing because then i mean if you're doing 60 push-ups in a set then it means you're doing like four or five hundred of them in a workout so it does that, that shit works it's a good idea it does it does so i've been working on that same with like my drumming which now i have a electronic drum set i talked about a little while back but you know, it's been a while since I've been able to just work on fundamentals because usually I only get to play at like band practice. So now I'm, you know, trying to work on my BPM, seeing how fast I can do different movements and every day just increase the tempo and hopefully get better at it. But a more fun discussion about drumming has been <laughs> covering songs that are really not my usual style. So uh, I have. You know, I usually play along to a bunch of like metal or rock or mm. punk songs, all this stuff that's really fun or energetic and kind of noisy and loud and whatever. But I had uh, someone on our Discord is like, hey, I'm doing a like collaborative effort where I'm getting a bunch of like musicians in the Northeast. Or I don't, it might be 
you know, across the nation, I'm not too sure, to kind of record parts for like a musical. Uh, there's a musical called Songs for a New World. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it. No. Nope. But essentially they are getting musicians to record parts for this like musical ensemble and i recorded a couple songs for it and uh it was very difficult because you have to play very restrained and polite and nice strumming and i'm not used to it at all so it was a complete like shift in like how to approach a song so i was learning all these not weird time signatures but just you know very orchestral-esque percussion more than drum set rocker boy stuff so that's been very enjoyable and now i'm like just recording like covers of like rap songs and country stuff just trying to push the limits of stuff that i normally wouldn't usually play because i have nothing else to do because (laughs) i finished recording the drums for the new ep that my band is making Mm. in our socially distanced land so maybe maybe we'll have some rough demos out in like a couple weeks for you guys to listen to be very interesting. We'll have to promo that. That sounds dope, bro. Exactly, exactly. It's, you know, it was very funny because when I first got the electronic drum set, I'm like, ah, this isn't loud. This is just a thing to be quiet because you play with headphones. So I set it up like in this very, in like the living room. It was nice. It was well lit and everything. And I started playing on it and the neighbor still came over and just like the sound of like just like thwacking on plastic was still like a little too loud. So had to move it to like my dingy basement where there's like no lights and I'm in like a cobweb infested corner, but it's still fun. I'm still <laughs> enjoying it. It's, drums are just not an easy instrument to have in an no. apartment. And I don't never have been. I'm uh, perpetually thankful that my parents were able to live with me being loud for so many years because <laughs> it's just it's just not a nice sounding instrument by itself uh, especially when the person is not a good musician on top of it so is what it is so it those is are really the only two things that have been new over the last week obviously i finished neo it was amazing it was everything i wanted good um i'm not going to get into the details of it i'll save that for how it compares to an anime that I just watched. Oh. Because it was like, it told the exact same story, like this historical story as the anime, but just seeing it like two very different takes on like the Sengoku period was like super interesting. And like, it was weird, like watching the show, then playing the game, like, oh, that character is this character, and they are nothing alike, but like just similar enough where you're like, I, I get the reference. I'm pretty smart. So that that was enjoyable. But yeah, Neo 2 was great. It was way easier than I was expecting, but still an enjoyable little romp. So all done with my gaming for the next couple couple months, I think. Oh, wow. Well, dope, though. All dude. right. Well, Mandy, do you have anything you want to discuss, or should I, or should I f- round us out with Ozark? Um, I don't really have anything because this week has just been Animal Crossing and a little Final Fantasy when I can. But in Animal Crossing, they did have an update where now, um, I, I, I think I'm guessing they're going to keep updating every season. And right now, they expanded the museum, so now you can collect paintings and you mm. can display them in your museum. 
Um, there's an Earth Day thing event going on right now where you can collect different flowers and do different things to for to celebrate Earth Day. Um, like if you like, like there's different challenges every day. Like you can plant a tree and that'll satisfy that one. Or um, and there there's a bunch of different ones like planting flowers and stuff. And uh, I think every month the like bugs and fish and stuff change that are available. So that's in a couple of days, I think. And um, so we'll see what's or, or no oh, next week. Sorry. Um, and we'll see what happens with that. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I, I've got my last villager. So I've oh. got 10 people now. It's a full house. <laughs> I'm at the max. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, my last one was a an old dog, some old Ooh. dog guy. So I is forgot his name. Is he cranky? Yeah, he's cranky as shit. Mm. <laughs> he's not nice to me. He's a grumpy boy. I have, two, I, have, I have two cranky fucks on my island too, and I hate him. I have so many jocks on oh. my island, like the jock type. I have three <laughs> of them. Do you hate so them? like every time I talk to them, they're like, "Oh man, I just want to go work out," and I'm like, "Okay." And then uh, my favorite is my pangolin. My pangolin's is the cutest thing ever, and she is so sweet. <laughs> but, I don't um, like my penguin. You don't like your penguin? No, she's dummy. What's her name? Uh, Aurora. Oh, okay. I have Flo, the penguin. Yeah. I have Aurora. <laughs> I hate Wait, Aurora. At first you said Aurora. I th- thought you said oreo and i'm like that's so fitting that though so good oh no i would if it was oreo i don't even care what the personality is i'm keeping oreo listen a penguin black and white called oreo, oreo is perfect get yeah, on exactly. it nintendo oh uh, my get penguin's on. blue wait you have flow. rolled no i have flow oh flow 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 people hate rolled dude Oh, I don't know who that is. Is there it's like a, is there like a website where where we've ranked like a ranker site where we've ranked like yeah. all five? Yes, and yeah, I'm sure are. that fucking cat is number one. What was his name? Animal Crossing. Everyone has gone mad over this cat, like super like emo hipster cat. <laughs> all right, here well, we go. With the glasses. I his name. Yeah, <laughs> he's really cute though. <laughs> I want him. <laughs> I forgot his name. But the I, world has gone nuts for him. I want to see a ranking of like the top villagers. And I want that sad sheep so bad, but I don't mm. think I can get her. But all the memes with her like just looks like she's about to burst out crying while crafting stuff is hilarious. I love all of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I've done. I've started reworking that part of my island that was barren. I've made like a little like town, like a little city. Like with um, like a bunch of different like marketplace carts, and that's that's kind of cool. I still need to collect more to expand it. But. Damn, there's a lot of these. Yeah, I'm yeah, overwhelmed sure. with terraforming. My island, my island is a complete shit show. I I'm not letting <laughs> anyone over anytime soon. <laughs> I need to. I need someone to give me cherries. I don't have any cherries. Oh, I can give you cherries, but you can't see oh. my island though. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can, I can just send you some. I can send you like yeah, 20, you can, I think. You can yeah. mail them to me, or yeah. I can just come to your island blindfolded. Yeah, just come blindfolded. Don't look. <laughs> well, here's a... He just... Sorry, here's a here's oh, a, here's a list of on a animalcrossingportal.com website, and the top five are Sherb, who looks like a giraffe or something, Judy, Marshall, Audie, and then I think maybe the one you guys are talking about is Raymond. He's like gray cat with Raymond. Glasses. Yeah, that's him. Raymond. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
People love and hate him at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much all I've done. Friday, I was planning to watch the new season of What We Do in the Shadows that just started up, which is, oh my gosh, this <laughs> Uh, that movie is like one of my favorite movies. It's, it's so iconic. perfect. It's the the humor in it is perfect for me. And then I watched season one, and I loved season one. And season two just started. And I really want to watch it, but I didn't get a chance to because I had a lot of drama happen on Friday, and I didn't get home till really late. So uh, just as a warning, there is apparently an explosion of uh, catalytic catalytic converter thefts. And it's crazy. I did not know that this was happening. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, apparently there's a precious metal in them that has gone from $600 an ounce to $11,000 an ounce. So now thieves are, I mean, where I live, they're just all over the place. And it only takes them like two minutes to take a converter off. So they're going, like I was at a grocery store, broad daylight, six o'clock, p.m. in like a packed parking lot there are people all over the place shopping and they just drove in and grabbed it real quick and i was like at i was just inside shopping (laughs) or like i was only there for like two or three minutes like all i did was go in for one thing and came out and uh, they told me that apparently this has been going on they hit a raids or or raids a reds game and got 45 converters whoa (laughs) And like the um, because and this is great. This is crazy because I'm, you know, in the middle of a pandemic, our police station is not responding to anything that is not a threat to your life. So they would not come out. Yeah, that's and, part, I mean, that's yeah, it's ridiculous. And so I had to file a report on over the phone. And they like I even told them that Myers said that they have cameras pointed at that section (laughs) so i said they can turn over the camera stuff to you but i don't know and then i don't know if they're even going to do anything about it probably not but they said that one streak i hit like the other day like like over 12 cars were taken (laughs) like they're just all over the place I did not know this was happening, so that was my yeah. drama on Friday. Yeah, this is... And um, so I'm trying to get that fixed. <laughs> some kind of a twisted speculation here, because, like, yeah, r- that rodeo, I'm looking at the, the like, 40-year chart, peaked at $14,000 mm-hmm. on March 11th. It's actually yeah. it's actually down to um, 8200 right now, which is still ridiculous, but, I mean, I don't, what the hell's going on with rhodium? I mean, like, I don't even know what the hell rhodium is, but like uh, a couple years ago, that shit was only worth like 800 bucks an ounce. Now it's like 14 times that much. So what the fuck's the going on? The guy who took my car at the garage, is the, who is the one who said that he has just been having, this has been happening to so many people because he tied my um, my exhaust pipe back up so I could drive it home because <laughs> it was on the ground. It was just laying on the ground so I could drive it home so then I could be able to go and get it fixed properly. And he said that he's seen so many cases recently, and apparently there are so there are demands like high demands from China that they're like they're producing so many cars that now the demand for that mm. precious metal that's in these converters has just skyrocketed. It's not I the don't know. it's, it's not the first time this has happened. Back in two thousand and eight, it went it went up to nine thousand five seven hundred fifty dollars, and then. And then a and then like a month later crashed to like back down to like a thousand. So I don't know. But it's that's crazy because like silly. 
they're taking them to scrapyards, but now scrapyards are in here because it's been happening so often. Or like, we can't take them unless you have a driver's license. So I don't yeah. know who they're taking to them now. Apparently, they're selling them online, from what I've heard. Well, I have I've, no idea. But I, I think there's also pl- <laughs> like it's like platinum and palladium in there too. So I don't know if it's like I, crazy. I, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of this is because the police are laid up or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Right now, it's it's a mess over here. Because so anyway. unless um, the perpetrators are still on the scene, even if, like, domestic abuse cases, if you get beat up and the, the person leaves, they will not come. The person has to be there and has to <laughs> be a threat fuck? to your life for them what to show the up. Fuck. Well, when it yeah, takes. It's crazy right when now. When it only takes two minutes to take like, that catalytic converter off, it doesn't really leave a yeah, lot of time yeah. for a phone call. <laughs> It's it's Damn. insane. I don't know. And I even saw them because I came. I was only in there and I caught them in the act. And they jumped in their car and took off, sped off. And like everyone that I've talked to is like, "You're so lucky that they did not do anything to you." Because <laughs> like, like they could have robbed me. Like they could have eat. Like I'm a tiny person. They could have easily just robbed myself. Mandy is small. Come back, you mother. Apparently, kids. I'm small, but apparently, I'm very frightening because they mm. took off. Mm. <laughs> You showed them, they dude. saw what you did to that tarantula. Hell yeah. yeah. They know. They know, dude. <laughs> they saw the Hisoka shirt and were like, oh, fuck. <laughs> what a, let's leave. <laughs> well, to, put it, to, to put it in perspective, if you have, if you have two pounds of, of rhodium, it's worth uh, a quarter million dollars. So that's, that's, yeah, that's crazy. Out, outrageous. What the fuck? Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, who the hell knew? So there's something out there called rhodium that's worth a lot of money. Yeah, right, it's, it's insane. I had no idea that was happening, but be careful. If you have a garage, park in a garage. All right, guys. We got to go to our regularly scheduled programming, as we do every every week. As we do. All right, well, we're, all, we're, well, we're glad you, you got to keep your uh, catalytic converter. That, I'm sure... Uh, I don't even know how you get a new one of those, but that would have sucked. So. Yeah. Park in your garages. <laughs> yeah. Get in there. All right, guys. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week on Hobby Addicts. Take care. Peace out. Bye. Bye.